0: Some people told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the tower at Siloam fell on them? Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. there is a very deep psychological and spiritual fatigue that exists today among many people. And the reason, of course, for this fatigue is simply because of the intensity of the last few years. Certainly here in this country and really abroad, we have experienced so much political turmoil and division. We're experiencing, even in the church, turmoil and division. We are still trying to navigate our way through this worldwide pandemic that has literally affected everyone to some degree. And now with the war in Ukraine, this turmoil has only intensified. And as a result, many people are afraid they are anxious they are unsure on how to respond in these very difficult times among these very difficult situations and coincidentally in the gospel today we are confronted with a, a somewhat Similar scenario. Jesus refers to two current events in his day that were tragic and that most likely caused fear and anxiety among the people of his day. Yet, what is Jesus' response? Jesus very rarely gives us a why to tragedies and to difficulties that we face in life. But instead, he always tells us how to respond. He tells us not to be afraid not to be anxious, but instead to repent. Or in other words, he calls us to deeper conversion. What Jesus is trying to teach us is that the instability of life is meant to lead us to the stability that only God can provide. And we experience that stability in repentance. It's important to keep in mind that in genuine repentance, there is always a twofold movement occurring. On one hand, we are turning away from sin, but yet on the other hand, we are turning towards God. And this twofold movement is important because repentance is not just a staying out of trouble and avoiding sin, as important as that is. But ultimately, repentance means embracing Christ. It means following after him. It means staying close to him. Remaining with him who is the only certainty that exists. Jesus reminds us of this same truth in another way in the Gospel of Matthew, in the context of the Sermon on the Mount, when he says to us there that everyone who hears these words of mine and does them is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. So that when the trials, the sufferings, And the tragedies of life occur which of course they will and which of course no one is exempt from. But that when they occur yes we feel their effect yes we suffer from them but we are not blown over by them. We are not destroyed by them because Christ is our rock and our foundation. He is the only stability we have in a world that by its very nature is unstable and constantly changing. Many people believe that during difficulties or that during these difficult times in which we live, that God is silent or that God has abandoned us. And the reality is, there couldn't be anything further from the truth. In these difficult times and in our own difficult moments in life God is never silent and he certainly hasn't abandoned us. In many ways God is shouting not at us but for us begging us to turn to him Reminding us that without him, we have nothing. This week, a friend of mine sent me a video. And this video was of a city in Poland. And I'm not sure which city in Poland it was, but this entire city in Poland this week was shut down. And do you know why the city was shut down? Because in the streets of this city, there were thousands of people, men and women, young and old, kneeling in the streets, praying the rosary for peace in Ukraine. And as I watched this video, I was literally almost brought to tears. And I thought to myself, this is how we respond to life. This is how we respond to trials, to tragedies, and to all of the challenges we face in life. not by turning away from God, not by doubting his love for us and his nearness to us, but by repentance. In other words, by turning deeper towards Christ, who is our only peace and our only hope. What Jesus is reminding us of today, both in the gospel and I believe in the world, is that repentance, this deeper conversion, is our only stability. In a world and in a time when everything is uncertain, Christ is certain. His love is unconditional. And his presence never disappears. St. Teresa of Avila says this so beautifully in one of her well-known poems when she writes: Let nothing disturb you, let nothing frighten you. All things are passing away. God never changes. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. What will tomorrow be like? Or next month? Or next year? In our own personal life and in the world. Nobody knows. And in some ways, it's not important. What is important is that we turn again to Christ. And give him what he so desperately wants, which is simply you and I. If we do that, there will ultimately be nothing to be afraid of. Because there will be nothing that can harm us.